0: Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. With-
1: Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn, playwright, filmmaker, and professor of communications at American University. And each episode, we invite someone from the theater who you'd see on stage, backstage, or in the house to discuss an original cast album they love. However, today, we're joined by two people to discuss the forthcoming Tony Awards, which will be aired uh, this Sunday on CBS. So I'm joined by, on my right, Uh, Latido, producer, performer, and all-around good guy, Don Mike Mendoza. Hello. And on my left, I'm joined by uh, the executive director of the LGBT Caucus for the U.S. House of Representatives and all-around my brother, Roddy Flynn. Hello, Patrick. Hi, Roddy. How are you? Good. Don Mike. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. And we're going to talk about the Tony Awards. So there isn't a whole lot of suspense about who's going to win the big award this this year in terms of musicals i still wanted to talk a little bit about not only the ceremony but also the tonys in general and what kind of place they have in in your life so i wanted to throw out to the crowd here um what do you watch the tonys every year i'll start with don mike
2: um no i'm gonna say no i know people are gonna crucify me for that but um i don't i i feel like i don't watch the tonys unless there's something that i'm committed to or something that I want to see win, or you know, but you know, with Broadway and the shows that are nominated, sometimes it's hard to see all of them unless it's either come by on tour or if I'm in New York often, you know, being in DC, it's hard to see all those shows. I'm sure if I lived in New York, it would be much easier um, to see the nominees, but um, yeah, I, I will admit I don't watch it every year.
1: Okay, and Roddy, do you watch every year? I do. Yeah, okay. I have for a long time. All right. So, when did you start watching the Tonys?
0: Uh, The year that Rent was up for Tonys. 96 then. 11. All right. And I watched, I only remember it was the Rent year because they did um, Love Evo M, which Mm -hmm. was very, you know, inspiring to a young Roddy. And. Uh, so yeah, I remember that that being the first time, and, and since then I've you know always I don't know if I've watched every year since then, but always tried to watch. That it.
1: was the uh, that was the fiftieth Tony Awards. Oh, so this oh. is your I'm this, a, this is, is your twentieth year Tony year anniversary. Well, I'm a big
0: award show person in general. You
1: are a big I watch every award show person, every and, and, which award is funny show. to me because you also seem to hate them. Um, oh yeah. In as much as you l- love to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like all my friends. <laughs> I hate them, but I love to watch them. Um... <laughs> So um, there's some fun. I'm actually looking at this real fast. The the 50th annual Tony Awards, which you say you watched. The host was Nathan Lane, mm-hmm. who I believe won that year for Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. And I am correct, uh, which is not an uncommon thing to do at the Tonys. They seem to have hosts like Hugh Jackman. Right, I remember one that, for yeah. Boy From Oz when he was hosting. That's something they kind of do from at the Tonys that they don't do at the Oscars, for you example. Right. Yeah. Um, but the Tonys are a lot more of a fundraiser than,
0: yeah. than yeah. the Oscars are. Absolutely, and more of a... Um, though I guess the Oscars are in a way an a, a advertisement for the film They are, industry. absolutely. The Tonys, I would say, are a much more effective advertisement for theater and for mm-hmm. coming to see live shows With with the exception of the you know, canned videos of play scenes. You know, I think that the musical numbers do a good job of kind of inspiring people to maybe mm-hmm. want to come see the show. And if you think to kinky boots or to Dream Girls or all these other things that have done these incredible live performances, I think it really probably drove ticket sales and got people when they went to to New York to see all these things. Or when they were on tour.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. True. Um I, I I agree with that. And I I didn't know for a while until maybe a couple of years ago with that shows on Broadway can actually pay to do a performance mm-hmm. in the Tony Awards. Oh. Um, I had no idea. So That you takes know, some of the
0: magic away. Right,
2: exactly. I always thought, I was like, wow, so many shows, they get all this time on the Tony's, everyone's so welcoming. I'm like, no, no, they, they paid for that. i like, okay, no, gotcha. Mon-
1: money, money. <laughs> money talks.
0: That's so sad.
2: Because <laughs> you know? I was like, oh,
1: Legally Blonde well, has a chance. And I'm like, oh, right, they no, paid to that." there. It's <laughs> sad, but at this, like, I was talking to somebody <laughs> about this year's It's sad on the one level that you want it to be, like, welcoming and inviting. But on another level, like, somebody was saying to me, like, I don't know why they're having a Tony Awards this year. Like, Hamilton's just going to win everything. But I thought, no, this is great because people are going to watch. Right. So you really want to perform at the Tonys this year because you can't get a ticket to Hamilton Mm -hmm. next Mm -hmm. week. But you could get a ticket to Waitress or Mm -hmm. you could get a ticket to Bright Star. So ticket sales in general... Should go up. Well, and then when they start touring, that they can then right. you can see
0: these things, and you can
1: right. see oh, or I, go to I regional or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: I, yeah. I love that show, like you know, shuffle along number or whatever. Right, and
1: then the sell cast albums, you right. know, like crazy. I right. mean, that's what this. So there right. is, it is nice to me that a show that has no chance of winning, or maybe isn't even nominated for that much, can still do a little commercial. Right.
0: right? And if well, they, and again, it's so much better than when the Oscars tries to do it because the Oscars just has this very stiff kind of. You know, when they do their ever, like, a salute to the movies kind of thing, like, it's very um, it canned. You know, it just doesn't work in the same kind of way that I think the Tony Awards do because right. you're talking about live theater and the Tonys is all about live and it's all, yeah. you know, the actual means by which you're typically seeing these things performed if you buy a ticket.
1: Yeah, I. I, I it's funny because the, the Tonys over the last couple of years to me have become, like you say, a salute to the movie. That's what every year seems to be to me is a salute to the movies. Like, it's the Oscars, gen- yeah. The Oscars to make everybody feel like... They they want to go to the movies, which I think people are doing. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't think I'm alone in that. But um, the the Tonys always seem to be a lot more. It's a much more organic thing to be like a salute to Broadway because it kind of is. Like you don't in every. T- it's one place. It's in one location, and you have to go to it. Whereas the movies are just happening. Right. Kind of all around you. So, Don, Mike, when did yeah. you first watch the Tony? Or What's the first Tony you remember watching? Oh,
2: man. See, the thing is, it's like that. I watched them so infrequently, which, again, will be crucified for that statement. I don't um, think you will that be, but. Right. I, um, You oh. know, I think the earliest one I do remember um, was the Hugh Jackman one um, just because um, it was Hugh Jackman. So I was like really into like X-Men at the time. And was like, oh, okay, like he's gonna host. I I actually had no idea that he was a musical theater actor. And so I thought this would be interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of Um, people
1: didn't when. Yeah. (laughs) And,
2: uh, but yeah, I just, you know, the first time I watched the Tonys, I just remember it being just, you know, obviously a way different feel than if I was watching the Oscars or if I was watching, you know, the Golden Globes. Um, Yeah, it is, it does feel like you're part of a a different club, you know, that you're kind of watching something that's a little more inclusive rather than Hollywood, where it's like, okay, well, in hollywood unless you're a superstar or like you're part of that you're mm-hmm. not it's not really an accessible community right you know with theater and i say this just in in life in general working in the theater community you know these actors and these people that you see on tv are accessible like you'll be able to meet them you know you'll mm-hmm. be able to see them at some point or work with them um and i think that's um one of the draws of the 20 awards is exactly what Roddy was talking about where um, you know, even though you're not really in the club, you still feel like you're part of the club because you you, you can be. Um, so I, I I when I first started watching it, I thought it was great. It was definitely interesting to see people performing more than watching clips of movies and you know here's these five nominees and things like that. Um, so it, it kind of, you know, over the years, like there's just, in a, I feel more of a personal appreciation for the Tonys, not just because I'm biased being in theater, but just the fact that doing that award ceremony, I feel like, is a really big or bigger version of a production than, say, if you were to put the Oscars together. You know, like, you're, you have people that you're moving, productions that are coming in and out of the same stage and, you know, coordination. So I think that's what keeps me coming back is just being amazed by all the event coordination and staff and people and personnel in the same building on the same stage whether it's whereas the Oscars it's kind of like okay you have an award and you present it mm-hmm. and then that's it there's like four performances the whole right you know
1: well, the performances at the Oscars are always the part you hate the most when they do the songs. That's always Oh, um, the, yeah, right. All, and they
2: can be really awkward. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> Which isn't to say that the, the performances at the Tony Awards are right. seamless, it, right? right? I mean, you, there are like various kind of hurried, sweaty, get everyone mm-hmm. on stage, get everyone off stage, and then, you know, it, they are kind of dropped in the middle of nowhere. But there is a more of a loving kind of, I don't know, organicness to the whole thing.
1: Right. And, so I, I want to stick with that kind of idea, though, that it's it's a, it's an inclusive event. What, what do you think makes it feel so inclusive rather than i mean the oscars or the grammys or any other okay. emmys
2: i feel like it's more you know i'm going to use the diversity word i feel like diversity is more apparent in live theater um you know even though it yeah, it exists in hollywood but it's you know in musical theater in straight theater you see more of the kind of rainbow of people mm-hmm. um especially on screen you know i mean especially with the problem of the Oscars recently being very white. Yes, yes, they you were. Know, um, at but least, not the Tonys. Not the Tonys. No. Like, you know, the nominees and the Tonys are going to be from different backgrounds, from different places, you know, um, different, right. even different art art forms, mm-hmm. you know, which is great.
0: Well, one thing that I think was two years ago at the Tonys is, I think, did Neil Patrick Harris
1: host last year? No, last year it was Hugh Jackman. Okay, so I
0: think it was the last time the Neil Patrick Harris. Will, um, oh, no, last
1: year. Two years ago was Hugh Jackman because last year was Alan Cumming and Christian Chenoweth oh, in that bizarre yeah, two-host oh, yeah. gap year. Well, because Neil Patrick Harris had the thing, was it three years ago? with um, It was the year
0: of Kinky Boots. I think that was the last that time That we was
1: Well, and that was the, yes, it was three years ago. It was the, um, the 2013 Tonys because it was the year they opened with... <laughs> We. Might. Go. Bigger. That's right, it's
0: bigger. It's Broadway's greatest night, and we're raring to go. Let's make it bigger. Tonight it's bigger. Who will take home a Tony statue? We don't know.
1: I guarantee
0: a truly legendary show.
1: Yeah, by Lin-Manuel Miranda. By Lynn manuel Miranda, and I can't remember the other guy who wrote it. Um,
0: well, and in that song, they reference the thing, which is kind of the driving... Tom
1: Kitt, Lynn manuel and Tom Kitt.
0: The, the kind of driving theme, I think, in a lot of ways, of the Tonys, of this inclusiveness mm-hmm. that we're talking about, because mm-hmm. they say... There's a kid in the middle of nowhere who's sitting there living for Tony performances, singing and flipping along with the Pippins and Wickets and Kinkies, Matillas and Mormonses. So we might reassure that kid and do something to spur that kid, because I promise you all of us out here tonight, we were that kid and now we're big. I think that that is so steeped into the Tonys, which is steeped into, in my opinion, theater in general, of this, we are watching out for our own people, and for the people who are kind of maybe left out or feel separate, and the fact that we don't know who any of them really are. You know what I mean? Unless you actually live in New York, you haven't seen these people before. Right. Which, again, makes it more accessible and makes it just more community-based.
2: Yeah, you, they feel more like you, you know? Yeah. They're yes. more, you know, I know that people on in film definitely have worked their way to the top two, but... You know, you definitely hear and see more of that story Mm -hmm. with um, stage actors where you're like, well, there's more of us that are came from a small town or came from another place that opportunities weren't big and came to the big city and, you know, did that whole Millie story.
1: Yeah, it does have this. It's also the, the, the I think the the fact that it's a location. Like it's yeah. broad. It, 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 it's I know place, Hollywood right. is a place, but it isn't really a place. Right. I mean, people make movies right. all you can't, over. You like, can walk into the
2: studio and, be right, like, and some of here. Right. Well, some <laughs> of those movies are from
1: England, and some of them are from New York. Like there's, mm-hmm. a, and some of them are just independence made wherever. And they are. There is something about it. It's a movie. It, it is a canned, literally, mm-hmm. piece of entertainment. Whereas, like you say, the live performance is at the Tonys for a live performance later. Right. They also do mashups, you know, which is sometimes yeah. which isn't like clips. My wife my wife and I are talking a lot about what do we think Hamilton's going to perform this year. And she thinks they're going to do like a six. She thinks they're going to give them like half an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, I think they're only still going to get like, they'll get more time than anybody else probably. But not by like, a, it'll be, they'll probably get like. Like a 10 minutes. Like 10 one. minutes. Everybody else I think gets six, they'll get eight to 10 probably. But, and they'll also be last is my prediction. Because yeah, you want to I mean, make people yeah. keep watching. Yeah.
2: I mean, I won't lie. That's why I tuned into the Grammys this year, because they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the same idea of, like, not being able to see it on stage. Like, any opportunity I can to see any clip of it happening for right. real um, is definitely welcome. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it's true. I money. wonder how long that phenomenon of, like, I was a kid watching these Tonys on TV on my carpet from Indiana. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here because I've heard that before, not before Billy Porter and and yeah, a Lin lot of Mano it's kind, of a, to, it's kind of a a way, but yeah. it is but I but it's it's a product of television. I mean, it's a funny thing of like of people watching the Tonys on TV specifically, mm-hmm. um, and I wonder how long that's been. I mean, is that something you you yeah I think either like of you the... experienced? Like, I mean. Well, Don Mike in Pittsburgh or Roddy in Delaware? Like where are you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And again, I think it goes to the fact that we don't, we aren't oversaturated with these actors, and they're, you know, we don't see them on People magazine all the time, so it's easier to see. Okay, Billy Porter is talking about having, you know, been on his carpet watching the Tonys, and watching the Dreamgirls performance, and now here I am at the Tonys watching the Kinky Boots performance. You know, it's the same. You, you can, you can easily see yourself in Billy Porter, and um, and and then sort of yeah, have that you know, that moment of transference into this whole thing. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's it's really easy to identify and want to be part of this club and seem like such an accessible club because, right. you know, all these people look like me. They are acting like me. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a lot more ethnic diversity, a lot more LGBT diversity. And in, so in that, you can see a place for yourself in this world. I think what's noticeable about this Year and, and and Ben Brantley actually this is the most sophisticated season of theater he's ever seen in his years of covering theater for the Times. Huh? And
1: does he define the term sophisticated or no? He? he does not. Okay.
0: And um, well, in terms of diversity of experience and the level of sophistication hmm. of the shows, but it is noticeable that you know there aren't really a lot of you know. Movie adaptations. There's obviously School of Rock and Tuck Everlasting, but not you know not as in the past you know where it's been really overwhelmed by jukebox musicals. Right. And yeah. That's very things. true. So this year it's a, a lot of more original stuff and stuff that feels
1: you know feels well, more original. Okay. To be, I mean, Waitress is based on a movie. Oh, I forgot Should that. be noted. But it is not based on the kind of movie you normally right. expect to be Broadway musicalized because it's right. an indie Let's go cult that. film more than like Big, for right. example, which is always the musical I look at where I go, really? Um, um, right. And School, then, and School of Rock is obviously, Hamilton's based on a book. Bright Star is fully original, I believe. Yes. And Shuffle Along is a really interesting yes. yeah. story. That oh. it's, it's, it's like, the, it's based on a musical. This is actually funny, Don Mike, for, for me and you, because this is like right. Hot Mikado-esque, Mikado, because yeah. it's, it, it's based on a musical called Shuffle Along from 1921, but it's also the making of that musical. So it's like, right. it's that old musical, but then the story about how that musical came to be. So it's kind of both at the same time. An, an
0: interesting note, the producers of Shuffle Along, seeing that the putsch was in for Hamilton to win everything, petitioned the Tony Awards, the the American Theater Wing, to have Shuffle Along be considered a revival
1: oh, instead wow. of an original. Um, they Should yeah, have opened. Do I don't know cover. why they opened before well, they, the deadline. Like they I really could I, waited three more weeks. I yeah. really don't. Yeah, like because they opened. They lost that by the way. Obviously that they well, were right. Yeah, they're up for original yeah. musical. <laughs> the the. Um, Yeah, it's so weird to me because they—if they had—they opened like April fifteenth or something. If they had waited until May first, they—they'd be up next Mm -hmm. year. But I think probably it has to do with the fact that Audrey McDonald's leaving soon because well, she's she's pregnant. pregnant, right? And I'll so she has her. to take some time off to get, have a baby. Uh. So she's got to take several months off. So, I mean, depending on how the show goes, she may not, like, if it doesn't run, she may not come back. So I think they must have mm. been to capitalize on her, yeah. give her the maximum amount of time. Yeah, Audrey
0: McDonald, uh, by the way, snubbed for
2: uh, yep, a nomination, nomination this she's
1: year. She's won six Tony St- Awards. But she was very
2: gracious about point. it. She did, like, Because you know, she's won yeah, six Tony, Tony like, Awards. She's like, <laughs> guys, like, I'm good. Right. Like,
1: it's fine. <laughs> and she'll win. She will win at least one more in her life. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt of that to me. She, she <laughs> She's will, not fading. She will... She's no. <laughs> she's, she's kind of peaking. I mean, yeah. like in a weird kind of way because... She's been kind of peaking for the past forever. she years, just keeps yeah. going. Like when she won for, um, for uh, I was going to say Grapes of Wrath, but Raisin in the Sun, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the look on her face was so like, really? <laughs> <laughs> And that, like, horribly overwhelmed, and I think it's one of those things where she had won five before Kelly O'Hara won, or she's yeah. won all six before Kelly O'Hara won, and there was this, like, <laughs> like, guys, I'm okay, like, I don't know, because <laughs> she has won, I believe, and I'll look this up, but she has won every, yeah, every category, right? I believe. That's every, yeah, every
0: yeah. category she, an actor, can be nominated in, yeah. she yeah.
1: has won. That's, gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. <laughs> And she's amazing. And I mean, she's isn't... so
2: humble about it. She's not like, yeah, I won six Tony Awards. I right. Right.
1: deal, with it. Yeah, deal, with, deal it. with it. Hashtag Audra. You um, know.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> though if she said that, I'd be okay. Like if she's like one of the yeah. few people, oh, I'd be yeah. like, no, no, I'm down. <laughs> Hashtag Audra.
0: Um, it's good to see Lara Benanti working again. Right. <laughs> she's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little shady.
2: So that's interesting. Let's get into let's, let's get into
1: this year a little bit. Let's here. get into yeah. Laura let's, no, let's I, hey, I, I have nothing.
0: Laura was going to say she's, you have a, a she's problem great. with she Laura. She is a goddamn national treasure. Oh, okay. It's like every is. year it feels like she's either nominated for something. Well, or she's she's a goddamn TV national show. treasure. I know. Yeah,
1: no, I I No, agree. she's great. Like you can't Wait a minute. Hang on. So you can't Hang on. So in the same thought pro in the same paragraph you're going to say that Audrey McDonald, six-time Tony Award winner, was snubbed this year, where meanwhile Laura Benanti, one-time Tony winner, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna say two-time nominee. Yeah,
0: but isn't it all in the past like three years or no, something? No, no. Well, it feels that way. No. <laughs> How does it feel that way? Because <laughs> it does.
1: What are you talking you know, about? She, she won. To
0: this
2: podcast yeah, <laughs> these boys? <laughs> she
1: won for Gypsy, mm-hmm. which was well re- deserved, remarkable, mm-hmm. and I got lucky enough to have seen that, and. She, that was the Patty Lepone as mom. Patty Lepone. She won. Patty Lepone won, and Boyd Gaines won. I mean, mm-hmm. every, that was that was one of those. Um, and then, I think that's she's been nominated twice more. She was in Into the Woods, and she was nominated in two thousand two. She was in the Review Swing and received a nomination. And oh, and then she did. Um, Woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, and she was nominated for that. And so she she's been great. nominated four times, but like that was 2010. That was six years ago. Was her last nomination? Yeah,
0: oh, well, it feels more recent. And <laughs> well, and she was in. All right, moving on. She's in all those TV shows, and <laughs> yeah, she's doing a you lot. Mean the sound cool.
2: of music and the. All the things. Right, like she's been around. She's like we can't. You know, Well, she like, is. I mean she is she <laughs> you're is amazing. A, we understand. Well yes, she, is a, she is a she is
1: she is a social media presence mm-hmm. in the way Ardre McDonald. I mean, Ardur McDonald has a lot of Twitter followers, but uh, yeah, Laura Bonanti does. She is often called upon by like Broadway World and stuff to do these funny little videos yeah, the, about right. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I get that. Let us go through the nominations real fast All for this right. year's yeah, awards. So we have Best Musical, Bright Star.
2: Many a long cold night. I heard In the dark I made a vow If I ever made it out I'd follow my own Bright star Bright star Keep shining for me Shine on And see me through
0: Bright star Keep shining for me And
1: one day I'll shine for you
0: I saw Bright Star. Right, you said at the Kennedy Center, and it was very fun.
1: When was that?
0: That was uh, like November, I want to say.
1: Oh, so was very. So this is like the pre-Broad. So this is um, it was oh, the Broadway yeah. Company. Okay.
0: Yep. Same cast. we uh, were all mm. incredible. She, uh, uh, Carmen Kuzak is just a force of nature um, in her Broadway debut. She, mm-hmm. she was just absolutely incredible. And it was a show that made me miss doing theater because it just looked like everyone in it was having the most fun in the entire world. Um, huh. So I it was very pleased to see it. I wouldn't say it's going to change the face of American theater or anything, but it's, it was a very fun show to see.
1: Did you have any? I, um,
2: so I didn't see Bright Star. I did listen to some of the music, which I thought mm-hmm. was great. Um, but I have I had a couple of friends who did go and see it, and um, they weren't impressed by it. They didn't like it. So I know hmm. not everyone likes shows. Well, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I was like, clearly you're missing out um, <laughs> on something. But they, um, yeah, they kind of had the opposite opinion where they thought it was, you know, kind of repetitive and very, like, novice. Well,
1: it's a style of music that is certainly not complex, and I yeah. th- which I think some people will find to be... Could be they could describe as repetitive. I mean, I right, found all, yeah. the songs Bluegrass to be really musical. good bluesgrass music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nice. Like it's yeah. I think repetitive different. is a good term yeah. for it. But I, 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 it was just fun. Like, I think fans just, you know, of that like, music would like say it's yes, just... it's it is repetitive. Like right. that's that's fine. Like it's not. Um, yeah, that doesn't mean it's boring. It's
0: very fun, and she has the Carmen Kuzak had the uh, challenge of playing a teenage version of a character and then a, you know, late 50s version. Oh, of she plays both versions of the character? Both versions oh. of the, oh. Version of the character. Know. Oh, I and didn't realize it's that. it's a flashbacks, intermittent flashback right. of the show. So scenes back to back. She changing. One. And you could, oh, wow. you could always clearly tell which was oh, which. Even with minor costume yeah. changes. And they didn't even have time to, like, you know, not like actually had gray hair in one. It was just... Right. An older version of the character huh. um, you could always tell but you could also connect the two so it wasn't like they were completely different characters it was a real I think very skilled, That's, see, skilled I didn't
1: realize thing. that because I, I saw an interview with her where she described it as being fun but exhausting and I kept For thinking her, why is it, it exhausting but that makes very perfect young, sense like right. that would be that would be exhausting right. every day. and night. she's the
0: only one to really do that in the show wow um,
1: it's not a happy I mean it's a happy show ultimately but it deals with some
0: spoiler alert yeah
1: well, like yeah.
0: Um but yeah, no, it's it's a heavy show. Yeah. Deals with um, some heavy themes. But uh well, but it doesn't feel heavy while you're watching though it's shocking at times. So the shocking moment of violence and yeah. child rip for the mother's arms kind of stuff. But um yeah. but then quickly again you're like in a hoedown or something. So it's kinda of, So yeah, like, yeah. So it's exactly. like parade.
1: Yeah. yeah right you know, yeah. yeah. The lynching, but you know, then there's dancing. Right. The <laughs> 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 oh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hot take on Parade. apparently. <laughs> <Hot take>. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Hamilton. We're a... I
2: show. love Hamilton. Oh, I'm so tired sh- of
1: it. Okay. Okay. You know, I really I, should. Hamilton's I, the Lara Benanti. I'm going to <laughs> explain. I I mean,
2: I agree with you about that. You know, like I I was that person that at first listened to Hamilton and thought it was like okay, and then I started listening to it more, and yeah. then it I grew on me, and I'm like, okay, I actually really do like this show mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and, you know, I, I'm at that point where everyone was like six months ago being like, guys, did you hear this song? And everyone's right. like, yes, I've heard it. Yeah. and um, But I do agree with that. I think now it's oversaturated. It's, um, it's doing, and I'm happy that it's doing so well, but I'm just kind well, about it,
0: it. It makes award shows, especially because it came out, Hamilton came out so long ago. It feels yeah. like a long
1: time No, break. it did. It no. came out last mm-hmm. August, yeah. And
0: Listened to it 50 million times since then, because it mm-hmm. is a genius piece of right. work. But it, it does something to award shows, you know, that when you know who's going to win almost all of these awards. Right. So there's a little suspense to some categories of, by and large, Hamilton's going to sweep. And well, it's we'll really get like, to we'll get, like get to that in a second. You remember know, when Avatar was up and... and but the, Avatar
1: didn't win Best Picture.
0: It won a lot of other things, though.
1: I mean, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King would be the actual... Oh, yeah, light. yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That, yes. That'd be the... But, but so... Um
0: it's like when Lord of the Rings re- return of the <laughs> <laughs> king. The um the
1: the, the way I f- I, mean, I think you're not wrong that Hamilton has suddenly is what what's funny about it is though that it, it it what it's actually doing to me is like theater people have been talking about Hamilton for over a year mm-hmm, yeah. because it was at the public right, right after Fun Home was at the public which if you can believe that like the public right. just did Fun Home and then it did Hamilton like the public's on on, <laughs> right. on on fire in a serious <laughs> way people who know theater have been talking about it for a very long time. And so people like us, I think I've been hearing about it and hearing how good it is for a very long time, but it is slowly leaking its way out of the theater into other areas in this way where you were like saying, like you hear about it and people go, Oh, it can't be that good. And then they hear it and they get excited right. about it. And then they start telling everybody about it. It is now in like, like it's this week it's on the cover of Rolling Stone. And, like that's because the music industry has finally discovered Hamilton. Right. And so we're now we're getting all the music critics going mm-hmm. like, oh, no, Hamilton. So it's like I feel like we are constantly hearing about it. But if you notice where you're hearing about it, it's always yeah. from different, mm-hmm. all these different, different places, media outlets. Because yeah. like right. we got theater and then the historians got involved mm-hmm. and then the hip, like the underground hip hop art. It's, it's kind of right. moving quickly and it's, through, through and the it's chain.
2: like literally... And I don't mean that in like a basic way, literally everywhere, like, because yeah. you know, yes. it's, you know, I go to Starbucks and the soundtrack is like on the shelf, mm-hmm. like, when I'm ordering a coffee, you know, I go, I, it was in New York a couple of weeks ago and I discovered that Hamilton's house is actually around the corner from where my friends oh. live. And so I, you uptown? Know, yeah, uptown. I oh, decided yeah. decide to be a nerd and go and check it out. And like Hamilton, the soundtrack is there too, obviously, well, but dumb. like, you know, yeah, right. it's just kind of like <laughs> you go to a national <laughs> park and there it is, right. you know, it's, it really is everywhere. Um so you know you can't help but be a little um, I think that, I, 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 don't feel, that, I, know, I don't feel I guess I don't
1: feel I agree um and this will certainly dissipate after the Tonys to a certain extent because also today we're recording on June 2nd Lin Manuel Miranda has announced his last date mm-hmm. with the show he's announced when he's right. leaving I feel like he's handling it exactly correctly Lin Manuel mm-hmm. is like he's he's the the right amount of like yeah. surprised or at least appreciative without being like, oh my gosh, me? He's like, no, I get it. Like the show, like the show's really popular. And I, but he's still that right brand of like, I'm glad everyone's enjoying it, Mm -hmm. which is the right. So I feel like we're we're at peak Hamilton right now. And then hopefully (laughs) what'll happen is it'll just keep like Book of Mormon. It'll just keep going and like, It'll, right. it'll well, it's bring start people into theater. And, well, it's going to yeah. open in Chicago. They're going to open a bunch of mm-hmm. road productions of it, and of course, it'll yeah. be at the Kennedy Center right. in two years. Right. Buy yeah. your subscriptions now. It has finally reached the phase of like legitimate criticism is mm-hmm. coming yeah. out about it, and I was really I'm, I'm glad to see that people are kind of letting the crit like the fanboys are getting mad and the fangirls, but like the. Like, the show needs to go through this phase of, right. like, genuine criticism about, like, it, it's dealing with gender. It's dealing it's dealing with gender. characters of color which mm-hmm. do not exist for a large part. I mean, the best criticism I've heard is that from a historical standpoint is that they have Hercules Mulligan as a character. Mm-hmm. But Her- he is not – if you look up Hercules Mulligan on Wikipedia, this might be different now since the show came out it redirected you to an article about uh, a man named Cato, who was Hercules Mulligan's slave, who was the actual spy. And the reason, now the reason they went with Hercules Mulligan is because Hercules Mulligan was Hamilton's friend, you know, not Cato. So that's the connect, that's like how you dealt with that. But so there's a criticism of the fact that this character Mm-hmm. Is not in the show anywhere mm-hmm, right. and should he be and all that. Else. So, well, and women, I mean, and like, women, yes. And it's tr- now, which is what I think they're going to hopefully deal with by casting a woman as Hamilton after George Washington and George Washington. Yeah, well, they're having enough trouble casting someone of color in that part at the moment, um, thanks to actors' equity. But, um, yeah. God, when, anyway, so that's Hamilton. Hamilton. School of Rock is our third best musical nominee. And if
2: you want to be the teacher's peer, Get it. Rock out the no prison, Rock out the no ride. You better get me to school on time. And
0: if you want to be a teacher's pair, baby, you just better forget it. Rock out the no prison, Rock out the no
2: ride. You better get me to school on
1: time. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, because assistant choreographer, dance captain, and swing member Pat O'Neill was involved in that show. Hi, Patrick. And that's a fun show. Yeah, it's a show. It's a show. Cool. Um, I listened Blaine to Weber. the soundtrack. It was good. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty. It's certainly, I'd say, Andrew Lloyd Weber's best score in forty Julian, years. Julian, uh, Julian Julian Fellows. Julian Fellows. <laughs> I know that you want to talk about. You want to talk about sexism? We can talk about the book of uh, School of Rock, <laughs> but that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Um, shuffle along. <laughs> Which I would absolutely love to see. And Waitress. Musical version of the film Waitress. Yeah. Now this is the, so. The question, I guess, really is: first of all, what awards do you would you think Hamilton is not going to win? <laughs> so,
0: for, wow. now having never seen Hamilton, but watched mm-hmm. nine million clips of it so on, this is, on, on, let on. Let me also the preface internet.
1: by saying this is a really hard thing to. Pre- the Tonys are notoriously, to me, a hard thing to predict. Every year, like if you if you follow me on Twitter or anything, you know that I I predict the Oscars with some general degree of success every year because the Oscars are a very formulaic award ceremony. Mm-hmm. You can kind there's a lot of awards leading up to it. You can kind of guess based on that, what's trending in these things. But with the Tonys, a lot of things like if you've won an Oscar in the past, you generally will not win one in the future because people kind of go like, they right. won already. Right. But with right. the Tonys, it seems to be the opposite. Like the more you win, the more right. you win. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting so we'll first start because we have our checklist here in front of us provided by Playbill.com the first category they have after Best Musical is Best Book of a Musical so do you think Lynn manuel yes. is going to win for this? Very,
0: yes very yeah. well deservedly
2: will we'll win
1: okay so now the question though becomes since he's definitely going to win Best Score I think we can say that yeah, without uh, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: without any hope of re- repudiation the, I have heard rumblings that Steve Martin is a favorite for Best Book you know, because Bright Star is not going to win anything else
0: that's yeah Um, Um, Also, a favorite,
1: though, would be George C. Wolfe for Shuffle Along. I mean, the thing is, like, if Mm -hmm. you want, if you, depends on how the voters feel, if they want to use this as an opportunity to encourage people to go see other shows, like Best Book of a Musical. Now, the problem, of course, they have is lately they have not been televising Best Book of a Musical or Best Score. Those have been during during the commercial breaks, and then they show you who won when they come back. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wonder this year if they're going to not do that. For this very yeah. reason, I mean, it's a question of like, I have to imagine best score is going to be televised.
0: Um, I but. would hope so, but I, I think that he just, I think that at the end of the day, it, it, the Tonys, I think they do vote more for who deserves things than maybe other award mm-hmm. shows. I would and agree. And he just deserves it more than you know, for a book, more than Steve Martin. I mean, the, the even though yeah. I, as I as noted previously stated, Bright Star is a very fun show. It, I wouldn't say the book is anything to. Okay. To scream about it anyway. I'm kind of surprised it was nominated. Um, so yeah, I I feel very confident if I were to put money on it that, that Hamilton would win both okay. score and book. Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree with that.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. And then we're skipping over the revivals for a second. Uh, lead role, lead actor in a musical. Okay, that's now let's well, let's mm-hmm. let's that's get, Yeah, this is a really interesting. So you have mm-hmm. Alex Brightman for School of Rock, um, Danny Burstein for Fiddler. Zachary Levi for She Loves Me and then Lynn manuel Miranda and Leslie Odom Jr. Mm-hmm, for Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Now, Hamilton, the show, the PR wing of Hamilton has been going all in on Leslie Odom Jr. And really trying to promote him yeah. as the star. However... <laughs>
0: Right, Lin Manuel Miranda is the face of, and he does play
1: the good. It's a good guy, bad guy thing, also, and the bad guy tends not to win in these things. So, Mm.
0: but yeah, I don't know. I would still bet on Leslie Odom Jr. because would you? Yeah, because I think that if I was a voter, and I'm not, um, nope, I would with very few because you're voting. You're you're voting Leslie. You're you're voting for Lin Manuel Miranda in other categories, which are well deserved, and Leslie Odom Jr. is just so good in Hamilton, Mm -hmm. and it's just you know. But Nana's good. Um, is there... I don't know if... Do you think there's any chance that they'll split the vote it'll go to Zachary Levi uh, or I know, uh, probably only Zachary Levi? I think Zachary. if you're
1: going to... Well, if you're going to... If a vote gets split, I think Danny Burstein comes out as the winner of a so? split vote. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fiddler. I, yeah, I think I he that, And yeah. he's a well-loved Broadway actor. Um, so, yes, in a vote split situation, I think he comes out on top in kind of a Joel Grey Academy Award mm-hmm. for Cabaret yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I got to say, like, people love Lin-Manuel Miranda. They
0: do. And he is the public face but, of the show. Uh,
2: I, yeah, I, but I think, you know, if, if the voters know what is good, you know, I feel like you should be voting for, exactly, Leslie Odom because he's not the face of Hamilton, but he's also just as good as Lin because... Technically, Lynn is winning all the other awards because right. of his right. show. So, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with the split that, you know, it could be Danny.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's a hard it one. That's a really hard one to predict for me because I, I, I think my – if this were the Oscars, I would say it would be Leslie Odom Jr. without question. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's the Tonys, and I kind of right. feel like a bunch of white people sitting around being like, "Lin, Lin, Lin." I've and heard he gets Lin. all three, right? Yeah, he, yeah he but they're like industry the people.
0: Right? It's not like tens of thousands of voters, right? It's something like a thousand, right? No, but it and is still a bunch of
1: old white people. I mean, at yeah, the end but, of but the they're day, people
0: who know the crowd and know the yeah, but they stuff. Still, and it's, just, they just, and it's members of the press, and it's. You know. I don't remember
1: who tweeted this, but I love the person who tweeted, "I wish I loved anything as much as white people love Hamilton." Like it's <laughs> just. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like just mm,
0: well yeah but, but I think that all also people who have listened to Hamilton many times who are yeah, very familiar that's true movies.
1: if you listen to it a lot you will come out being like god Leslie Oden right. Jr. has yeah. a gorgeous voice oh yeah mm-hmm. so okay I would bet Leslie alright alright group consensus seems to be Leslie Odom <laughs> Jr. With a, with a second place for Danny Burstein in case of a split alright best actress in a musical alright Roddy's, seen... Roddy's favorite Laura Benanti yeah. 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 Carmen Cusack for Bright Star Cynthia Erivo for color purple, Jesse Mueller for waitress, and Philippa Sue for Hamilton. Now, this was a coup to me because I thought Philippa Sue and Renee Elise Goldsberry would be against each other in the supporting actress, Mm -hmm. but somebody went no, no, no. (laughs) Let's move her into the best actress category. Right, so
0: they don't have to compete with each other. Right,
1: Right. which I think might be a mistake. But anyway, well, I think think? Philippa
0: Sue is doomed, not because of her own fault. I think she does a lot with that character, but that is a. I mean, look at the list. It is not a leading role. That is yeah, not. not. She, there are no women leading roles in that show. So the okay. women characters are very underdeveloped, and she, both of them are, but particularly. But she Phil, I thought. What, like, what's the Philippa Sue's character? Uh, particularly, um.
1: Eliza. Eliza.
0: Eliza. <laughs> but so the the women characters are very underdeveloped. Particularly, Eliza is very underdeveloped. So it's not her fault. She does the best she can with a very underwritten role. But I think because of that, she does not deserve to win because. Ooh. Well, it, again, it's not her. It's just yeah, I mean, it's not her fault. The, 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 like Cynthia Erivo uh, color purple an iconic role that she does an incredible job with. And again, in the clips I've seen, I haven't seen the show. <laughs> right.
1: But right. and listen to the
0: soundtrack. It does an astonishing job in a very complex role, a very challenging role, a very demanding mm-hmm. role. I think should win and will win.
1: All right, Cynthia Erivo. I have my own thoughts on this, but I want to hear yeah. what Don Michaels um, to say first.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. Like I'm I'm doubtful about have Philippa Sue in this category because she's up against such, you know, powerhouses in the same group. Um, and
1: previous winners And previous also. winners too. Yeah. So like, Which helps.
2: But not Cynthia Eriva. She hasn't won before.
1: No, what I'm right, saying but previous but winners. Laura, if you've you, uh, you won, you have a chance to right. win. I mean, I, think, I really right, do think right. that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, I, 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 it would be great if Philippa won, but in, I don't think she's going would to. Would it though? <laughs> I think I think if
1: Phillip Basu wins, it's an indication that Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to win. Because it shows that people are just click for actors. Oh, yes, yeah, I agree. Yes, yes, yeah, just it just shows people are just checking right. off right. Hamilton. Right. I was already, before she was nominated for Best Lead Actress, when she was going to be for supporting, to say she was going to win. Because to me, supporting actress usually goes to the person with the best song. Like, just sort of flat. Because supporting actress... Do
0: you think Philippa Suh is the best song? I think she
1: has Burn. I think she has a song late in the second act, and she sings the finale. I think you walk out of there with a better opinion of F- Philippa Suh uh, yeah. I, I than no, Renee Ellsbury. Yeah, but Renee Ellsbury has
0: songs that you tap your foot to and that you remember. But they're all remember in act them. one. And they're in, all in act one. You remember the melodies, they're you listen but, to them again and again, and they're the voters, all, uh, uh, the right.
1: voters... You don't know anything listen about the voters. To,
0: I think I do. <laughs> listen to... The soundtrack.
2: It, they're not just going to see Hamilton once and walk out, and so, right? And they so, come back to the songs that they've tapped their feet to, right?
1: So I think. I mean, you guys seem to be right. both in thinking that Cynthia Erivo is going to win. I, I'm actually going to put my money behind Jesse Mueller and Waitress. You think?
2: Be, this is again? why.
1: So for two reasons: one, because she won a couple years mm-hmm. ago for Beautiful, right. and I think that well gives observed. her a kick. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, I think Waitress is a show that a lot of people want to acknowledge, mm-hmm. and. They, they're not. It's not going to win book, and it's not going to win score, and it's sure. not going to win musical. So the only other, like, you need to give it to something big, and it's also they're going to give it to her because three, it's her show, unlike all the yeah. other ones in that category, right. except She's for maybe Cynthia Erivo. Yeah. That is right. Jesse Mueller yeah. is the star of that show. Well, and, and Color
0: Purple, I think, will win other award. It'll win. It'll um, win
1: probably win best revival. Yeah, I think yeah, either yeah. that or, or yeah. Fiddler. I, I think that. that um, but this year, we'll get to it in a second. Best Revival, the Revival category yeah. is tight this yeah. year in a way it yeah. has not been great in a couple years. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think you guys are saying Cynthia rivo uh, I'm saying, saying Jesse Mueller with with a chance for Laura Benanti to spoil. I think she she comes in, you know, people love her, everybody except <laughs> she's for She's
0: amazing. No, I do yeah, love she, her. She, I'm yes, just she's a little, you know, exhausted.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, the clip of her singing vin- Vanilla Ice Cream. Yeah. And I just like, cry. You know what I mean? Just Laura <laughs> she's just, Yeah, she's She's God, She's She's so good.
1: I know. Um, Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Three Hamiltons. We have David Diggs as Lafayette Jefferson, Jonathan Groff as King George III, and Christopher Jackson as Washington, which I don't know who Christopher Jackson's PR guy is or lady, but they have been pushing him super hard. Um,
0: I have a prediction.
1: And then you have Brander Victor Dixon for Shuffle Along and Christopher Fitzgerald for Waitress, who has also lately been making the rounds publicity-wise. So... I don't know when the ballots were due, but he's, um, they're going for it. So I have a prediction. What's your prediction, Ronnie?
0: That Jonathan Groff will win. Really? Yes. Really? Not, Previously
1: nominated for Spring Awakening mm-hmm. about 10 years ago.
0: Um, for a few reasons. Not just because I'm in love with him. Jonathan, if you're listening, please send me an email. Um, but <laughs> also, I think that there'll be a racial component to this. Again, this is my, Ooh, I know the voters. Hot take. Yeah, I think it is that that, that that he's the one white person in the show, and I think that they're gonna feel yeah. something about. They're gonna not even explain why, but they're gonna be drawn towards voting for them because they're a little bit racist. And wow. I, I, I just think this is the way this is gonna happen. And it'll then it'll be a big story afterwards about how the white
2: one white, white person wins one over the over the, the other things. People but also,
0: he his his TV show was canceled recently. His critically acclaimed show that is loved by gay people in New York, looking, was canceled. Which was a big scandal in the gay community, and a lot of the voter. Again, I know the voters. A lot of them are gay, and I think that they will take that in consideration. Um, and he he is amazing in the show, and he he's, he's a he, he's. It, I'm not saying it's deserved over David Diggs because I think David Diggs as a is better. Um, yeah, David Diggs. Yeah, um, I think is better and has a more challenging role. But the role of the king is a little. Uh, capsule role you know I mean it has very identifiable song that people right. love. it's one
1: song though I mean I should say at this two. point it, no it's well, one it's song over with over two reprises it. Yes, it is yeah but anyway okay, yeah. okay so, so for
0: those reasons if I, if I were to put money I'd put it on Jonathan
1: Gross. okay yeah. Don Mike I counterpoint I, mean,
2: I just I, I I like all three of them in Hamilton mm-hmm. so like I'm very conflicted and you know I I hear you on that about the do you think do you Jonathan have a vote splitter think. do you have like if the three of um, them
1: split who you think would come out?
2: I think it would be Christopher Fitzgerald, yeah, waitress. waitress you know, I agree with that. Yeah. again, just for the same reason as um, just Mueller, Jesse Mueller. Mm-hmm. Um, to give this musical some attention because Sarah Bareilles is an amazing um, songwriter, and mm-hmm. you know this show is awesome. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I feel like David Diggs should should get this, you know, because he's. I mean, I personally have not followed his career. Sorry, David, but I—I'm um, not I really think, an actor. I mean, he's a—he's right.
1: a—he's a, he's a rapper. So yeah, yeah. so he's I incredible think
2: it would, its just like yeah. someone different, you know. But who knows? It, again, yeah, it's the voters. But you know. Here,
1: here's my here's my take on that. I, I think you're—I think it's going to be David Diggs, and I will mainly because Tony voters to me seem to really like people who play multiple characters in one show Mm -hmm. and he's the only one on that list who does he plays two parts they both have great songs Mm -hmm. in both acts you remember songs of his from Mm -hmm. both sex and they're two very different characters which i think people will really really like they're also two characters from the historical time period that people knew going in Mm -hmm. you know who lafayette and thomas jefferson are before the show started um so I think he's going to win for that for that reason. I I don't think Jonathan Groff has a snowball's chance in hell. Personally, <laughs> I think that the voters are going to go. That's nice that he got nominated, but he will have. I think he will have a chance to win the Tony for Best Lead Actor in a Musical in the very near future. And I think everybody kind of knows that, especially with like just having done New Brain, where the recording album mm-hmm. came out, which was really good. By the way, I just I just got it for my birthday, and it, it is the the cast album for that's really good. Um, I think Christopher Jackson has a better than average chance, but I I think that Washington is just such a, he's got great songs and he's a great voice, but it's a really flat character from like a performance, like a nuance standpoint. Washington kind of comes out of that show being like he was who we thought he was, Mm -hmm. one of the most amazing people in American history. Whereas you come out of with Hamilton going like Lafayette was interesting, but God, Thomas Jefferson was an a-hole, like Mm -hmm. in a way that you didn't think before. So for those reasons, I think David Diggs, I agree with so I, you
0: think you think that Shuffle Along will get shut out?
1: I do. I yeah. think Shuffle Along going to walk away. Well, we'll I get. I mean, they to have that. scenic
2: design and orchestration, but. Well,
1: and a choreography. Um, I think is where they're going gonna... to. Well, I don't know if like uh, we'll get. We'll, we'll, okay, like uh, I don't
2: know if you guys have or not, but I honestly have not heard much about Shuffle. Neither along have I. At all. No, I, until I mean, somebody
1: love it. It got yeah. But but as somebody who follows musical it hasn't theater been out for terribly long, but it, I still would expect to see more. But there
2: would have been if it was you know came out not that long ago and that's like you know you would think that's when you bigger, it because like Audra and Brian Stokes Mitchell are in it Mm -hmm. um but I have not heard I actually had not heard about it until my friend who's a huge tapper was really excited to go see the show and I said what what like oh I didn't know that that I knew
1: it was coming but I thought it was coming next season first of all and second of all when when I was getting together the research to send you guys for this episode of like I compiled a bunch of video clips and sent you guys I couldn't find any mm-hmm, right. for Shuffle Along. I found, like, one behind-the-scenes, like, CBS Sunday Morning Report. And God bless CBS Sunday. Yeah, I know. By <laughs> the way, <that's laughs> for the number of, like, Broadway stuff they do. But, like, I couldn't find any video clips. I could only find the commercials. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. really, like, they're they're not out there pushing this show in a way I thought they'd be. I'm a little right. surprised. Um so for that reason, I think they're they're just gonna mm-hmm. get. The, now that's where maybe the racism will come into play a little bit, Roddy, what you were talking about, because it's like it's the other black show, and we're already doing a black right. show this year, Uh-oh. and there's really, well, yeah, I know, no, I, I know. What you but mean, like no, that's I how, mean, oh, yeah, that's how, like it's that's an uncomfortable grim, thing to but say, but it's, I think it's no less grim than you being like he's the white guy in Hamilton. Like I think that's the same, that's true, yeah, yeah, that's the same, both racially motivated, both racially motivated, unconsciously. I mean, there's
0: also color purple though, so there's right. three black There's three black <laughs> musicals. <laughs> <Jeez>. um, <laughs> Well, and there's a clip, so there, there's a black, like play, all excellent. Right.
1: Being, yeah, yeah, I know. Highly it, praised. It, it's very. Broadway is such a weird. Yeah, place race, for race relations race. thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, best performance by an actress in a featured role. Daniel Brooks for the color purple. Renee Elise Goldsberry for Hamilton. Jane Krakowski for She Loves Ooh. Me.
2: Is Jane Krakowski really that good? I think she's amazing. Well, she's
1: won a Tony Award. She won for I Company like twenty have not, years ago.
2: Like again, just like um, David, I haven't followed her career really. So when I saw her name in there, I just know her from TV. Mm-hmm. And on TV, she's like. Eh.
1: It's, what's fun, oh, I think she's so, Well, she's great, great in 30 Rock, yeah. And, 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 yeah, I, and I also think, but she never
2: like plays like a moving role for me to be like, well, she always yes. plays the same kind of yeah. Well,
1: I think this nomination is for, I don't think she has a chance Maybe. to win, yeah. but I think this is one of those things. This is surprising because I think Laura Bonanti and Zachary Levi being nominated for She Loved Me makes a lot of sense because those are the two leads mm-hmm, in a right. very nominated show. Mm-hmm. And the third person you'd expect to be nominated is Gavin Creel for Supporting Actor for his part, and he is not. Yeah. So the fact that she's nominated in a role that is not normally nominated, I think is actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. It either speaks to the quality of her performance or the shallowness of the category, or both. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, but I think it's really interesting that she's nominated. We also have, real fast, Jennifer Samard for Disaster and uh, Andrea and Warden for, I'm hoping pronouncing that correctly, Adrian I... Warden for Shuffle Along. Um, do you think Renee Goldsberry has a lock on this? Or? I do.
2: Yeah, but I
1: think Danielle Brooks is I think amazed. Danielle Brooks
2: is gives her a run for her money in this.
1: Yeah, I think that um, if this is go ahead, Dominic.
2: Sorry, um, and I also was surprised to see Adrian Warren um, nominated. So like, she's not a huge Broadway actress, but I've I've only seen her in you know during my YouTube moments. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on a lot of, um, cabarets and a lot of shows and, um, she's an amazing performer. And so I don't know, I I will say honestly that I don't know what's in her past, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of career wise. Um, but I think that's great that she's a Tony nominee because she is a phenomenal performer. So, um, I have not seen Shuffle along, but if, you know, if she's anything in that show, like she is when she performs at these one-off shows, I feel like she has a good chance, um, of, you know, kind of competing with them, but she she's also a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I'm just kind of like, okay, well, Danielle Brooks, Adrian, right, know. Renee, yeah. And yeah. Renee and mm-hmm. Lise
1: Goldsberry. Th- this is going to be an interesting category mm-hmm. because it's going to come very early in the evening. And I think if Renee Goldsberry wins, it's going to be a clear indication that Hamilton's Going to win everything it's nominated for somewhere. I don't think that's true. She well, but, but like, stands but I, on her own with the. But I mean, but I'll, but if, like, actually, what I should say is that if Danielle Brooks or Adrian Warren wins, it's kind of an indication oh, mm-hmm. that the evening isn't going to go as predictable as we thought it would be. Um, it's that, yes, maybe that's a yeah. better way to put it. So that t- if, if Renee doesn't win, it's an indication that the night might be a little bit more diverse awards wise mm-hmm. than we kind of thought it would be.
0: So I think Renee. Goldsbury a it's a better role in Hamilton than... Um, mm-hmm. than I really don't
1: think so. I, I think it is. And I'm, and I'm very alone in that. I always feel very alone that I'm like... You are. Angelica isn't... <laughs> she's got two great songs. Great They songs. come very close together in mm-hmm. Act One. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't do but she anything. Has a whole
0: character arc in those two songs. She has a whole... But then she's gone thing. for the rest yeah. of the show. She well, goes so, to England and
1: yeah. comes back. Right.
0: In the show of the year... In an actress who is incredible in that role, who is a known a fame mm-hmm. not famous actress, but well, a well known quantity. Yes. If she loses, it'll validate all of the gender criticism of Hamilton. Um, because it'll only be because it's not a substantive enough role. Right. It won't be her fault, it'll be the
1: mm, script's Okay. Fault.
0: And to contrast Danielle Brooks, who is incredible and again, this goes back to what we were talking about in the in um lead actress in a musical, I mean the role of Sophia in Color Purple is an iconic Mm -hmm. you know, meaty, wonderful role, and Daniel Brooks, from the videos online, is incredible at it. And, and, you know, has this amazing voice, and this, you know, character voice, and, um, so it would deserve to, you know, she's a good, you know, definitely would be a worthy person to win the award, but I think if Renee uh, doesn't win it, it'll be a commentary on on the script. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I think that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you don't, you know, there are, yeah, there are female characters in Hamilton, but they're not... Barely. They're barely there, you know, and Mm -hmm. yeah, they have their one, kind of one, two songs here, there, and there, but I'm not, I personally am not going back to the soundtrack to be like, I'm going to listen to Burn eight times today. No, No. because I do listen
0: to Satisfied and and Helpless
2: a lot. Right, like those two are Great. Um, only ever back to. I think Burn <laughs> such an amazing song I but might it's be... <laughs> but you know but it's not like no I agree know, but it's, it's not what I go to it. It. right I like love. I'm going back to listen to the transition songs a lot because those are mm-hmm. really exciting like yeah. Guns and Chips right. mm-hmm. yeah. all about it like yeah. Leslie Odom's solo at the end of that song is gorgeous yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah that, that's where yeah. I stand on that
1: hmm. okay that's inter- yeah that's an interesting point of view um and here we come with Disaster getting a, getting oh, yeah. one of its very God few lost. nominations. <laughs> also, yeah, God, well, Sorry. 70s jukebox musical. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, so let's just quickly wrap up the other nominations for the musicals. Uh, Scenic Design of a Musical, American Psycho, which announced that it's closing because it got oh, yeah. no nominations. Oh, no. And yeah. from what I've seen online, I am not surprised. I
0: I, thought it I was... know
1: Julie Klausner was really big on it. Which I loved the me.
2: soundtrack. Did you? Uh, I listened
1: yeah. to or the London recording. recording and I got to yeah, say that's... I wasn't. I, I don't oh, I thought it was cool I thought, did you I, yeah, okay I, I
2: really liked it. I watched that clip that you sent us and you know I had a friend who said it's really good go see it and then I have other people who are saying they're throwing the around the word sexy and it's like not it's just basically porn on mm-hmm. stage um and I watched the video that you sent us and I just I heard those opinions in my head, and I'm like, "There's there's a lot going on on that stage, and there's a lot of shirtlessness happening on that stage." And right. I, I, I wasn't paying attention to the content of the show. I was just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this guy has no shirt on." Yeah. Okay. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever ever. <I, laughs>
1: <laughs> there is always a show, like not every year, but every couple of years, there's a show that opens like a big Broadway opening from a big Broadway composer, which Duncan Sheik, I mean, previous Tony mm-hmm. winner, so he gets that that qualifier. And it's a big production and then it's a flop. And then in like five years it gets revived off Broadway in a much smaller venue, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is the show!" This, yeah, like, like it happened with Pacific Overtures. It happens every now and again. Like they get, they get these tiny little revival, and I feel like American Psycho is going to have a revival in a couple of years.
2: Yeah, it'll become like the like Cherry
1: cult. Lane and just be people will be like, "Oh, this is the show." Tiny, no, no right. project like, and it, and people will be like, "Oh, the score is really good." Like suddenly right. you'll be able to hear it. You know, I think it'll that's become,
2: what, it'll become one of those like cult classic musicals that people do because they you know. Found well, right. Mm-hmm. Afterward, absolutely. Um, but it, hopefully, it doesn't go the way of Carrie, the musical. That you right. know, oh, Carrie. People do it, but the score is like
0: <laughs>
1: problematic. Uh,
2: if American Psycho is going to win something, I think it would be
0: scenic design. I mean, I think that's. But a, do we
1: are we are we are we going with Hamilton here? Yeah, yeah. Though Santo Loquasto is quite a quite um, a designer for Shuffle Along, but uh, yeah, I, I think that Hamilton. Which is kind of funny because the set isn't—it's traditional. It's not much to the set, no, yeah, yeah. So I could be wrong. about If
0: American that. Psycho were to win, it would—the set of American Psycho is more innovative, interesting. There's mm-hmm. interesting transitions to it. Yeah. I'm surprised Bright Star wasn't nominated. I thought that a very um, oh, did it have an, a an really interesting design?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Wait, it's also—it's one of those weird categories where there's only four nominees, and like you would think that like Bright Star, waitress, right, something else in. would yeah. round it out, but I mean, mm-hmm. apparently not. Um, Costume design for a musical, *Tuck Everlasting* coming in with its its mm. nomination. Uh, *She Loves Me*, *Shuffle Along*, and *Hamilton*. I mean, *Hamilton*. I think. Yep. With its very period, like yeah, very, very period, period accurate costumes, is gonna is yeah, gonna waltz away with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lighting design, Hamilton shuffle along, Spring Awakening coming in with its one nomination or one or two nominations, and yeah. American Psycho. I think American Psycho has a better chance of lighting than set yeah. personally. There's a cool lighting. There's a theme. lot of lighting, yeah, but yeah, I still yeah. think Hamilton's a lot gonna. Of lighting. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of lighting. There's yeah. a lot of light, <laughs> you know.
1: direction of a musical. I mean, is At it gonna be anybody but Thomas Kail? I, yeah, I, 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 I can't.
2: How could you not?
1: This is yeah. all dudes. I just noticed that. Michael Arden, yes. John Doyle, Scott Ellis, Thomas oh, yeah. Kail, and George C. Wolfe.
0: Well, you want to talk about men and women in the Tony Awards. I went through, because it's the type of person I am, and highlighted all the women that were nominated in a non-acting category. Well, Hold it up. Let me, say, let me see your highlight.
1: Oh, and you use pink. How no, gender normative of you.
0: Um, and, you know, it's a solid God, number. That, that is a
1: small number, but though. it's not,
0: not many. It's, it's fewer you, this than is, I fit. should say,
1: you highlighted all the ones in the non-gendered categories, correct? Yeah, in yeah. the non-acting. In the non-acting yeah. categories. Yeah, right, okay. um,
0: and it's wow. not many. You know, it's not.
1: No, not it's many. not. It's not many at all. Nope. Especially Usable
0: coming One of the five. Especially for an play. inclusive.
1: Well, we're talking no, about right. an inclusive, inclusive year, a diverse year, and also yeah. a year coming off of a year where, for the first time, two women won best score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we have the... I mean, Sarah Burrell isn't going to win best score, yeah. but she is nominated. So, right. yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty, pretty dude heavy. They're no, not white dude heavy, dude but heavy. No, dude heavy. But we still, can still, only do one still, con- one rest. step. We can in do time. exactly. Well, <laughs> I think that's what I. <laughs> but it's it is it isn't it's in sad, way, but yes. it is kind of true. Like I think yeah. the 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 people who pay for these tickets are white people with a lot of money. Like that's who mm-hmm. buys the tickets, and I think and that's who votes for the Tonys. And I think right, they can right. really they can do women or they can do minorities. And right now they're doing minorities. Well, and people then care more
0: about racial diversity than gender diversity. People have
1: much more of an eye roll
0: reaction to gender, which is incredibly unfair, but to gender, complaints of gender inequality than they do
1: complaints of racial inequality. Well, you're taking care of that though, right? I'm working on it. Okay, good. (laughs) And then best choreo... Now, best choreography. Okay. I think this is the one Hamilton's going to lose, right? Don't you think so?
2: I definitely agree with that because I just, you know, in the clips I've seen, you know, of the choreography of Hamilton, you know, it's more about the story. It's not about dancing. Mm -hmm. You know, like you look at... I feel like this is where Savion Glover has a chance Just because it's a tap musical, and he's a known, he's a known, he's a named choreographer, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like Fiddler, eh, I just no. (laughs) And uh, like Dames at Sea, also a good, you know, contender for choreography because it's another tap show or another highly, like, heavily choreographed show. Um, And I don't know about that Gloria Estefan musical.
1: And then orchestrations, I think Alex Lacamoire has it locked up for Hamilton. I mean, Bright Star, She Loves Me, and uh, uh, Shuffle Along, yeah, also nominated. Uh, but I think Alex Lacamoire has it pretty well locked up because the orchestrations are pretty great. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think um, best revival of a musical. Let's we just wrap up with that. Color Purple, yep. Fiddler, She Loves Me, and Spring Awakening. Color um, I say it's going to be Color Purple, right? I, I think Spring Awakening has a better than average chance, but it closed so longer. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think the Color Purple still I, running, and it's a much
2: right Got it's a lot it, of buzz. It's a listen, yeah. yeah. I love. I think Fiddler's a great show, mm-hmm. but Fiddler is my Lorbenanti. I'm just like I've <laughs> they don't. They had just enough don't. Of Fiddler. They just
1: don't stop reviving Fiddler, do they? Like well, can can people just, keep seeing it. You know, yeah, people... people love going yeah. to yeah.
2: it. just like people love Lorbenanti. Right. <laughs> <I'm interested. laughs> <I didn't laughs> so
1: this year, the 70th annual airing on, let's say, June 12th. Uh, James Corden hosting my wife's new favorite talk show host. Uh, she's awesome. And Tony Award winner James Corden. Yeah. What do you, What are you hoping to see? this year from him or from, I mean, I think objectively like two years ago, three years ago, whenever that Neil Patrick Harris last Tony's mm-hmm. with not only Bigger, but it also had the one where um, I think Laura Bonanti and yes. Andrew Reynolds came out and sang oh, the song about being on television, so which is a great. Yeah. Like That was the best Tony Awards we've ever right. had, yeah. which is really interesting because it's kind of in a year where like, I mean, it was Kinky Boots and Matilda, like it wasn't a big right, show right. year. Mm-hmm. This is a big show year. So mm-hmm. what do you, yeah. is there anything you're hoping, hoping um, for?
0: Yeah, I, I trust that he'll be good. Just better
1: world? than last year? Is that all we Yeah, we're better than for? last year. Better than... God, that was a disaster. I mean, yeah,
0: I, I just, you know, d- in a way, I'm like, don't try too hard. You know, just sort of yeah. let the... Do a quirky song. There doesn't need to be big pyrotechnics or Hugh Jackman bouncing through the audience or whatever that was.
1: I kind of liked that. Yeah. I liked... Well, see, no. what I liked about that was there was nothing he could have... Because that was the year after. Right. There's nothing he could have done that was going to win. So I kind of like the fact that he was doing... Like being... He couldn't have topped the other year. Yeah. So I liked the fact that he went... In completely the other direction, he's like, "We're just gonna be small and kind of silly." He's very silly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but he wasn't gonna like. No matter what he did, wasn't gonna be amazing. Um, but what I trust would... that
2: J- James Corden will do it. Uh,
1: yeah. What do you think? Uh, good.
2: Yeah, I I think he'll be great. I mean, he's his talk show is amazing, and he's mm-hmm. just yeah. a, such a talented person. And um, I feel like he also has a good feel for audience reaction and kind of like the space that he'll be in just because he does these sing-alongs with all these stars that you know have like i was different say, people well i trust that lin-manuel has is putting together a nice medley of the Ham, of the hamilton gosh i hope so yeah for everyone to see and yeah you know especially because he's leaving so
1: right well we can only hope <laughs> well thank you guys very um, much for coming down rod do you have something else you want to add here
2: I just want to
0: applaud the Tonys for um, for having so many uh, r- such racial diversity. So it's 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 fourteen of the forty acting nominations are people of color, which is more than almost half. Um, almost half. <laughs> yeah. uh, half and, of them
1: are women, though. So that's good. Um, right? that's, <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's um, true. Which I, th- I think is just you know great and and you know it, it reflected not well. Just, it's and it's good not that just Hamilton, right? It's it's yes, also that is true and you know, it is good a, that a black woman, so Sophia uh, uh, Okonedo, uh plays Elizabeth Proctor in the Crucible. Mm. You know, there's a lot of you know a, a lot of yeah, interest. It is in, good
1: it, what that really speaks to things. is the is the fact that there are actually these roles, right? Which right. is and people are more willing
0: coming. to to cast in a. I don't know, gender-blind way might be the wrong way of right. saying it. But, or, I'm sorry, race-blind way. Um, but, Racially uh, really flexible. Cast in a racial, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To let the talent be more important than someone's skin color when it comes to how they put them in the show. Yeah. right? Which okay. I think is wonderful. So congratulations, Tonys. Yeah. All right. Definitely. But we will talk about any. Asian
2: actors another day. That's a whole <laughs> <No>. other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to see this year's Tony Awards. You know, I I mean, obviously, Hamilton is going to mm-hmm. hopefully sweep. Um, what they can but you know it's, it's always exciting to see an award show just like in DC every year it's exciting to go to the Helen Hayes Awards just because you know you see everybody you see who nominated or a winner you know it's just a celebration of this community that we love so much and yeah. so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens on the be great.
1: alright well thank you guys very much for coming down this, after- this gorgeous afternoon and sitting inside with me for, <laughs> for, for a while thanks for
2: having us you're yeah. welcome
0: <laughs>
1: The original cast was recorded at the Media Production Center at American University. Special thanks to Jeffrey Madison, Tom Fish, Imani Mular, and the tireless staff of students who run the front desk. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at Original Cast Pod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at Unknown Penguin. If you're in the DC area, my 10-minute play The Ferberizing of Coral is being presented at the DC Source Festival as part of their 10 Minutes Secrets and Sound block. For tickets and information, please visit sourcefestival.org. Subscribe to the original cast on iTunes, and while you're there, please give us a comment and a rating so other people can find the show. My thanks to Don Mike Mendoza, thumbs up, and Roddy Flynn. You're welcome. For coming down and talking to me today, I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal.